You are listening to 4 Raw from 4 Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. <coughs> Joe, wake up. It's Monday night football. Aren't you going to watch the game? All right, all right. I see. It doesn't. Well, Jürgen, huge disappointment for marching. Yeah, of course. I didn't use the word frustration too often because it's a little bit different in German, in the German language and the English language, but um, yes, tonight I'm frustrated because I'm angry because it was not necessary, obviously. It was not a good game of us um, because we were all tactical discipline, especially offensive. Wise was not good enough. And we lost the game in the first half. We had, um, what the uh, f- we <sighs> didn't. I should have just stayed in bed. joining Firmino and Salah Robertson and it's only half away it's going to go towards the net but it's away by Olsen but the referee Neil Swarbrick says that it was handball against a Liverpool man Oxlade-Chamberlain takes again oh, Virgil van Dijk nearly scored again that's for Salah and Salah well he went first time and he couldn't quite keep it down. It's Klukas who takes. It's Van Dijk who wins. And it's Mawson. And it's 1-0 to Swansea. Now they need a bit of gal or maybe a bit of a blast. What Liverpool need is a goal. And Mo Salah can't quite provide it. Good save by Fabianski. Lalana turns well. Salah. Again, lots of white shirt, but that's Danny Ings! It was almost an immediate impact for the substitute. Matic's going to go along. Van Dijk uses the target. Van Dijk wins it. Ings. It breaks for Van Dijk. There's the cross. Man arriving! Oh, it's off the post! And Lallana doesn't score! That's astonishing! Swansea have got the three points now. Adam Lallana and Roberto Firmino between them thought they had levelled it up. When we study Liverpool and then when we are starting to prepare the game, I talked with my players and said to them exactly like this. Uh, this is, I put the first 11, that we know that they will play with this 11. I said, this is a really, really very strong team. Uh, they are like a Formula 1. But a Formula 1, 4 o'clock in London, in the traffic. It's a Formula 1 that 
will be difficult to put the speed uh, is a car like another's. So uh, we must try to make the things very difficult to them and put them in the traffic in London and not open the roads like in the Formula One because if they have the space to play like in the Formula One, we will lose absolutely sure three or four nil. So when we put the ball out of the pressure, after we move the ball to another side, so what we did in the first half was was really really good and we, we achieved uh, uh, we was near the goal of uh, Liverpool three or four times. We achieved one one of the situations we achieved a goal. Um, and we block very well also the space between the lines. The three attackers play they connect very well the game between the lines, between the defensive line and midfield. We put three central backs exactly to block the inside game of, of Liverpool. So we block the dynamic of them. So we block so well that I think in the first half, even they have more ball position, absolutely. They are really very strong team. Is why my players winning 1-0 in the last position in, the, in this moment, winning 1-0, instinctive, is not exactly what we like it because we, we, we prefer to go more often to attack and stay more with the ball. But instinct say to them to protect more the goal, uh, to try to be with the three points, and it was really amazing to do this kind of thing. This is for Raw. For Raw is an official podcast of Four Fields of Enfield Road. We are at www.foresight, that's F-O-A-R-S-I-T-E dot com. A great international community of Reds. So, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Um, it's a bit late, this show, um, probably because we were quite um, raw after that game. Uh, my name is Joe. I'm your host for the show. And once again, I am not alone. I have... Um, at current moment, I have three guests, but uh, soon to have four guests. Um, so let's get the show on the road. Say hi, first and foremost, Cable. Hello, guys. Hope you're having a good day after a bad weekend. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, uh, we've got another familiar face on the show, Cameron, who's just not in at the moment. He'll check in a bit later. But we've got two new uh, newcomers to the show. So, um, first, uh, let me say hi to Aaron. Hello, hello. How are you, mate? How are you doing? Lovely, lovely. Good to be here. Perfect. And our other newcomer, new face on the show, is um, Christopher. Hey, how you doing? How's everybody doing? Good. All doing good, hopefully. <laughs> Not still hungover after the weekend. Um, and as I said, Cameron may probably join in a bit uh, later. Later, He must have had a real wild party. He said he had his girlfriend's birthday party yesterday. It must be still ongoing. I'm not sure what's happening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, I, I'm not sure whether you've recovered from what's actually happened um, uh, against uh, Swansea. Um, Cable, you're always good for, for, for a rant. Uh, I'm going to go with, with you for, for, for the opener. Um, tell me your thoughts post that defeat to Swansea. Uh, you would be surprised. Uh, okay. I was definitely frustrated. I was angry. I was upset. But the, come on, this is Liverpool. What were you expecting? A 30 or 40 match unbeaten run? We have passed that 
we were losing against Leicester. We were losing, like we were drawing against Burnley as well. We were draw, uh, we were losing against Arsenal. Yet we were able to get that point. So we all knew this was gonna happen. We we were just not sure in which game. And uh, again, Swansea. I hate to say that my birthday was on 20 January. <laughs> this is. This is two years in a row. Last year, 21st of January, Liverpool 2, uh, Swansea 3. Oh, dear. This year, 20 January, my birthday, 22nd of January game, Liverpool 0, Swansea 1. So, I wish Swansea gets relegated. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say. Were right you wa- <laughs> in, in both of these instances, were you watching the game? Yes. Okay, so that's the problem right there. You should switch off your telly, throw, throw it out of the window and do something else. Right, right. Next, next, Dude, next, I, next I, so it's all your fault, that Cable. That. It's all your damn fault. Get off the show. Get lost. <laughs> right. That's what my friend says that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it seems that you have found your inner peace with this result. Yes. Is that right, Cable? Uh, no. So... Just imagine that we did really well so far. It was just one uh-huh. game. Okay. Uh, one thing I would like to add: if you, uh, if any one of you saw the goal against uh, Chelsea from mm-hmm. Arsenal today, Ozil crossed the ball from corner. Monreal headed the ball. Okay. It went on Alonso's head, mm-hmm. uh, Rakitic to Rudiger's head, and then went into goal. Mm-hmm. It was damn luck, and. It was the same with Mawson's goal. Uh, I know there were three players tried to win the ball from our side and then all of them failed and Mawson scored the goal. Mm -hmm. So that goal was definitely unlucky. We tried our best, but yeah, we were technically, uh, tactically second best Mm -hmm. on that day. They were more, they were better to stop us. Actually, I missed that game. Actually, this this one that you just referred to the the um, yes. the, the semi the EFL Cup semi Arsenal Chelsea Arsenal beating Chelsea two one, and they will now yes. play City, um, in the EFL Cup final, right? So I missed yes. that. So I'm probably gonna look at the highlights real later. Yes. But okay, moving on. Okay, Aaron, Aaron, what what's your, what was your perspective? What's your what was your take? Um, maybe say immediately after the result, and then now a few days after. So immediately after, I I, uh, I think like most people, just really disappointed. Uh, yeah. Personally, I guess more so than uh, really angry or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and most of it was because um, a lot of the, the obvious reasons. Um, you know, you beat a team like City, who arguably I don't know best in Europe, best in the Premier League at least. People mm-hmm. are saying, mm-hmm. um, and to turn around and, and have a performance like that, yeah. watch their result like that. Um, it, it's it's disappointing for sure, um, but also it's 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 the all of the oh if we had Catino talk that was going to come afterwards. I wasn't looking forward to that, and it was almost like damn. I wanted to keep this positive, no Catino, but we don't need Catino kind of vibe, and yeah, and and, yeah. and kind of getting away from that. Yeah. Um, maybe we should go in the window talking everything like that. So definitely disappointed, but not not angry because personally I thought. Um, we, we made enough chances to win that game. And I, and I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and I was saying, if you think about the goals we scored at City, yeah. another day we might miss those, all, all four of them. Yeah. Um, but we made them. And in, in the Swansea game, another day we make all of those. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it's, it's football. It happens. Um, 
got to dust ourselves off and Saturday can't come soon enough. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Chris, well, how do you respond to the statement that Liverpool are the Robin Hood of the league, stealing from the rich, and giving oh, giving to the giving to the poor? How do you respond to this? I mean, uh, well, I'm still in a very depressed state at the moment. <laughs> at least you're honest. Um, and the only way to really get out of that state is to is to get three points in the next match day. But mm-hmm. that's a that's a true statement. I mean it. It negates the city win because those three points were three points that probably no one had reckoned with, mm-hmm. um, except maybe Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp himself. I don't think that many people outside of Liverpool's dressing room thought that we would beat City. Mm-hmm. At best, we draw them at Anfield, and so what you do by losing Swansea is you basically cross that. It's almost like that match didn't happen because you drop a guaranteed three to Swansea and you pick up three that weren't expected to Manchester city. So, mm-hmm. um, it is kind of a Robin hood thing. Right. I can't really, I can't really dispute that because it's, it's, uh, it's, it's this constant last two years, uh, of losing to Watford or losing to West Brom or losing yeah. to Swansea or, mm-hmm. you know, and this is, this is mind you on boxing day, <clears throat> A five-nil defeat, a five-nil win against the same team that we lost to this past weekend. Granted, it was a different manager. Yep. I understand that, and he he played a, a five-man back line with three center backs. But, and but we, we was, sorry to interrupt, but it, this, it seems that we, we we seem to be on the wrong end of the new manager bounce, somehow. Oh, we, absolutely, we are. And Carvajal knew exactly how to play us because he took the he took he took the approach of. Well, without Coutinho, there's not a, there's no playmakers. Creativity is lacking in midfield. Chan is fantastic if you give him open space and you take the game to Liverpool as City did. That was their biggest downfall was that Pep Guardiola took the match to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. But when Liverpool is parked up against a bus and they have to think of ways to be creative with the ball, that's where Coutinho is missing and that's where we haven't found the replacement because those free kicks and those... Those the shots that he can provide mm. and the angles he can fit the ball into to find mm. Salah in space or to find Mane in space, yeah. that that was lacking. And, and I'm sorry, that's not Emre Chan's bag of tricks. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, when we started the show, obviously you heard the the, the post match interview by Cavalier, the Swansea manager. The thing that pissed me off it was a quite glib, uh, I admit, a very glib uh, post match response from him. But I was kind of pissed with it as well because it seemed as if he was tooting his own horn thinking that he had invented a new strategy by parking the bus. You know, it seems as if he thought that was a rather innovative approach and rather unique approach that Swansea and his players, okay, um, employed against us in the second half of the game. Um, But Aaron, there's nothing special about that, is it? Not at all, but I mean, I think we've come to expect that. Um, Sam Aladici, whatever they call him, he's done it. All, all of these teams who park the bus and aren't, aren't quote-unquote supposed to beat us, they always come out and show their ass afterwards. So, I mean, you know, hats off to Swansea, they won the game, but of course he didn't do anything spectacular. You know, the Formula One analogy was really cute. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, there was, there, was nothing, there was nothing spectacular that he or his team did clearly they they, they were drilling themselves on this on, on that all week mm. and give them credit they, they did what they had to do um but i mean yeah it, it's nothing really to write home about 
Yeah. I agree with you, um, Aaron, when you said that, you know, on any other day, um, the goals would have gone in. And like, again, against City, on any other day, those goals w- would not have gone in. Um, because yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before? And then just this, just before we got online for this show, um, I looked at the goal, I, I looked at passages of the play again. You know, instead mm-hmm. of a 1-0 loss, it could have easily been a six-win victory for us. Six win. Yeah, that's what hurts. Six one. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you just take, yep. if you just take the 10, 10, 11 minute highlight reel, if you just look at the chances, okay, um, you know, Mane missing, Salah missing. I think t- t- twice at least. Um, Firmino, um, F- Firmino with the header at the post at the at the death. Then and then the rebound, Lalana missing it at the ends. Um, uh, uh, I think there was one attempt by by Van Dyke as well, and it's just it just wasn't working out. I I also disagree with people who have, who actually said that if the game would have continued uh, to tomorrow, um, we would still not have scored. I don't think that's the case either. <laughs> it seems as if that we were getting closer and closer as the game um, um, uh, gone uh, went on. Cable, what do you think of this approach? Where, you know. We had, we struggle to beat teams like Swansea because they've actually figured us out. So, <clears throat> uh, Swansea is the l- last number team I would definitely expect to park the bus because there are a couple of teams ahead of them, including Manchester United and Everton. Okay. Uh, Swansea used to play a good football, but they were very composed uh, in terms of defending uh, that day. Uh I was thinking maybe we selected a wrong team. Uh, do you think we should play a two strikers uh, against such teams who are parking the bus? Uh, you try to cross some of the ball, uh, you get a good defense line and just keep attacking them. Because many times what I have seen, uh, what I saw, and I think Klopp told his assistant manager to tell uh, tell the players that as well that make the game stretch. They were not stretching the game enough. Salah, mm-hmm. Mane, they were all trying to get into the box, make a narrow run. So they were able to hold their back four line very narrow mm-hmm. and they were able to stop us very easily. Okay. So if we had a different kind okay. of selection where we might have played two strikers or one behind Firmino or one in front of Firmino, okay. things might have different. Um, okay. It is just my perspective. But yeah, so if uh, if you play 4-3-3 against uh, such attacking team, mm-hmm. there are chances that we do better. Right. But I have seen us struggling against this deep-sitting teams yeah. uh, by playing the same formation. Yeah, so I'm going to just address some of those points there. But coming back to Cavalier, what you said, okay, um, you said you didn't expect Swansea to play this way and you know they, they, they play quite um, positive football. And then with this... Um, I don't really blame him. He's come into this, he's been appointed manager, and so he's been tasked to keep them up. I doubt mm-hmm. he will be successful. Okay, I think they're too far gone. Still much of this, uh, still uh, uh, a little under half a season to go. But that's his job. His job is to keep them in the league. So he's going to do everything and anything to ensure that he gets points against anyone. Of, of course, um, against sides like us, um, you know, if he gets anything, it's going to be a bonus. He's going to be really scrapping for everyone from, from the mid-table to, to, to the bottom, to, to where they are, to get points off of them. So it was an extra, extra bonus for him. Now, of course, we know 
that it isn't easy to break down an 11-man defense, right? So, but we know that this is what we need to do in order to, to overcome, in order to become a, a considered a successful um, side. So why is it that we can't do it and a side like Manchester City could do it, for example? You know, against teams against Manchester City also pack the defense, but City seems to be seem to find a way, you know, far better way of dealing with them. Why can't we deal with with this situation, parked buses as well as um, City, uh, Chris? Well, one reason I will tell you is Kevin De Bruyne. That's one. That's that's reason. That's a number one reason is we we lack sort of the creative playmaker in midfield. Uh, I would have personally started, if I was playing a 4-3-3 against Swansea, which we did, I would have personally started Lalana from the, from the top of the match, mm-hmm. uh, as he is probably in the midfield that we that we have currently, the most creative sort of playmaking type of midfielder. You know, uh, Wijnaldum's not going to do that. John's not going to do that. Uh, Jordan Henderson certainly is not going to do that. So you, you kind of have to expect if you're Jurgen Klopp that you're going to face uh, some kind of uh, defensive just stalwart because, like you said, his job is to keep Swansea in the league. Yep. That's his one and only job is yep. to finish 16th and not look back. And yep. so, of course, he's going to scrap for every every point. Now, uh, I, I think that that what really, if you start to look at, for instance, what City, since Kevin De Bruyne came on, obviously he's made everyone around him better. And if you look at his time at Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg was a Champions League side when he played there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they not only were a Champions League side, they won the German Cup and they also beat Bayern 4-1 in the uh, second half of that season yeah. back in 2015. He was a difference maker everywhere he's been in the last five years. So mm-hmm. Liverpool lacked that type of player that is basically makes everyone around them better, and so, that's 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 what we that's what we need to find. Okay, so 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 what you're saying are you are you saying that indeed we've missed Coutinho? Yes, in this match, yes. Okay, Aaron, how would you counter that? Uh, totally disagree. Actually. Okay. Um, let me, let me address one of the other uh, points you made before. Um, so I think a lot of times, and I think Klopp uh, kind of alluded to this uh, in, in his post-match at some point, but a lot of these games, you kind of got to make your own luck. And, um, you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. And if you watch a lot of the City games, um, one game that comes to mind is maybe Southampton, although I don't know they, I don't know if Southampton sat back like Swanson necessarily, but they were more or less defensive. Okay. And they get a goal in the last minute or something like that. So sometimes you got to make your own luck. Um, we've we've lost once against one of these sides this season, and I think people forget that. And that's 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 the most recent game against Swansea City. Okay. Um, the other games we've won or drawn, which I think is an improvement. Okay. So the, the the part that I disagree with is that um, you know, I think Catino was there when we played West Brom. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And for all his creative you know, skills and magical and and best player titles and all that, you know, we weren't able to win that game. So to me, it's not really about needing Coutinho, uh, in my opinion. Again, we made enough chances in that game. We were a little unlucky. We weren't clinical enough. It, it happens. But to me, uh, I just don't agree with the idea that 
uh, Coutinho was was what we needed to to get a result in that game. I just don't agree with that. Okay, uh, yeah, you were right. Um, the the game uh, at Anfield against West Brom, which is um, I think the end of last year, uh, Coutinho was was in this in the starting eleven. I think both of you guys are right, actually. So. You know, uh, Chris, you're right in the sense that City are one way able to, to negate these park passes because they have uh, 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 Kevin De Bruyne or uh, David Silva. Um, and that's the, t- the talent part. You know, these guys, they create openings for the forwards. Um, and fact is, we don't have that in terms of that our 10 who's left, right? At the same time, um, what Aaron is saying is also right because it's not just about talent. It's also tactical. So it's also tactical, okay? Now, um, there was this bit um, at the post-game um, um, analysis um, between uh, Jason McAteer and Dean Saunders um, on LFC TV. Um, some, several interesting points were discussed. So now we're going to talk about some of these tactical aspects of how we go about beating a park bus, okay? See if we can find some solutions or some ideas around it. I'm going to play this. You listen to this, all right? I don't. I think sometimes when you're playing against the back five like that, you've got to have like a. I'm, I'm not saying they never had a plan, but you've got to have a way of getting round the outside of that back five. And I think sometimes they're just trying to get in the pockets, trying to make things up. Yeah. The pitch is too narrow. They've got to get the ball from one side of the pitch to the other side quickly, and then get your full backs overlapping, cut balls back from the byline, and get bodies in the box. And it, it, it took till the second half, and then Ings come on, 20 minutes to go. And they've got another player to mark in the box then. So when you do get the byline, there's three or four players in the box all the time. Um. Okay, so Dean Saunders was there saying that we should go around them. Um, I think uh, John Barnes once said, you know, there's only one way to beat them, get round the back. Okay, um, so this is one aspect of the, of the width. Um, Cable, do you think we, we showed any signs of going round the back to pick the lock since... I saw a lot of passages of play where everything was trying to go through the middle. No, we did not try. Uh, that was the point which I, would, I, I wanted to mention to you. That if you compare City, the first position you see if Kevin De Bruyne or Fernandinho passing to Leroy Sané or Sterling, they are on the line. They are stretching their defense so wide that Aguero practically gets all the space he wants. And the only thing they do is cut. If they are not able to cut, then there is Kyle Walker on one side and sometimes Fabian Delft or Danilo or on the left side who try to make overlap run. Andy Robertson made a, sometimes a really good overlap runs, but there was no one in the box because we are playing with a false nine, not the actual striker. And Gomez didn't make overlap runs on the other side. So we didn't stretch their defense enough. Yeah, I completely agree with going around them rather than try to penetrate them. And when we tried to penetrate them, uh, there were a lot of shots, the stupid shots from Matic, stupid shots from Van Dijk, uh, Emerson, Gomez, Neldam, which didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. All they were supposed to do is keep pressure on, try to go from around. So that's why I thought maybe two strikers uh, trying to put in the box, keep uh, try to send the ball in the box, might have changed uh, those things in our favor, but we didn't do it. Um, uh, Chris, you've been you you've been following um, the Bundesliga for for quite a while, especially 
uh, Dortmund. I'm guessing yes. even when Klopp was, was uh, and Klopp was there. Um, in your past um, experience and knowledge of Dortmund, Klopp's Dortmund at least, okay? Um, yes. Have you seen anything like this where teams, opposing teams have, have parked, have, you know, do a deep defensive block, parking the bus? Um, and has Klopp ever demonstrated an ability to overcome that tactically? Well, in, at Dortmund, the team was constructed a bit differently. When okay. you look back to 2010, 2011, 2012, he had Mario Götze, who was obviously at that time, you know, Messi Jr., as they called him. He's the number one playmaker in the Bundesliga. The the way of German football, there there wasn't there there weren't a lot of teams that could afford to, so to speak, park the bus because Dortmund's offensive prowess was just so high. You had Marco Royce didn't come until 2013, mm-hmm. but you had Lewandowski. You had just a number of talented players. Uh, Mats Hummels. You had just a variety of players that you. I don't think if you go position by position, there are certain things in the Liverpool side that are lacking right now that he actually had in Dortmund. Uh, that number 10 position is 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 the main thing. When you have uh, a 21, 22 year old Mario Götze, actually 2021. 20, that was, so to speak, that Kevin De Bruyne type of player. He not only was able to score himself, but he found space for the other players. He could create on the dribble. He, his vision was was immaculate, and he had speed. This is when he had pace uh, before his uh, his Injury, yeah. you know time with Bayern. So teams really didn't. I don't, from my experience of watching him, it was if they tried to park the bus, they were mostly unsuccessful. Okay. And you know you would have a side like Bayern that would come right at them. And, you know, that was, you know, some you win some, you lose some against Bayern. But yep. uh, this, the way the Premier League plays as opposed to the Bundesliga, it's two massively different types of football. Yep. So what he faced at Dortmund with the other 17 teams in the Bundesliga is vastly different than what he's seeing in the Premier League with the other 19. Yeah. Um, Aaron, do you think Klopp is struggling with the... Um for lack of a better he's you know you can see Klopp has a kind of like a puritanical approach to to football um he sees football in a very specific way and it's it's a great it's a great philosophy and it's nice on the eyes when it all clicks right um Mm -hmm. the thing is when it doesn't click when you've got teams um like Swansea and a certain team top supposedly top team managed by an oily Portuguese guy who also likes to play this way um, it seems that he does. He he just seek, doesn't seem to find the right solution. It's as if it's you know it's ugh, this this offends me. This is not how I like to see um, football. This this thing with Dean Saunders is talking about going wide, going around them. Do you think we possess the personnel to do that currently? Oh, without a doubt. And that was one of the things that that kind of bothered me a little bit when I saw the lineup. Um, First of all, let me just say, most times when Klopp puts a lineup out, I'm pretty much behind it. I trust in what he sees with the team, and, yeah. and, I'm, and, I, and I back that. But I did think um, it was probably a little bit – it would have been uh, a better choice, I think, to go with Trent Alexander on the right. Mm-hmm. Um, he always a bit going more going forward. We know he has a goal threat in him. Yep. Um, he may be a bit faster. I don't know. But Swans is not a team that you have to really worry about defending that much against them. So – in my opinion, he probably should have been in. Um, 
And then, yeah, hitting him with um, on the width. Because, you know, teams like that want to funnel you and, and bring you through the center. So I think Trent would have been good. But really, one of the only kind of critiques I give Klopp is sometimes with the substitutions. To me, I'm going, I'm going off a little bit. But to me, him taking off Ox when he did uh, was was the wrong choice, I think, in, in, in who he brought in for him. But, yeah, I think we definitely have the players to do it. Uh, no question. No doubt. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Now, Dean actually yeah, gave another tactical tip. This is another one. Listen to this one. Uh, tactically, I thought, it's easy after the game, but I thought the two centre-backs, Matip and uh, Van Dijk, were actually playing like centre midfield players. Yeah. Tw- 20 yards inside Swansea's half. So you don't need uh, Chan and the, the three midfield players in there. Stick a few more up on the back line. You so think you've got more bodies like that in commentary. Well, yeah, I would have just said we don't need a deep line midfield player. Swansea have got no ambition to score a goal. They've got one and they're just going to sit there for 90 minutes. So you don't need defensive minded midfield players in the middle of the pitch because your two centre backs can do that job. They're that good on the ball, <laughs> Matip and Van Dyke, that they can one step in there. Then you can put players further up the pitch on the back line. Ings, I would have probably brought him, in, brought him on at half time. Okay. So, um, Dean Saunders says that basically, you know, it's, it's no point having a defensive midfielder like Emery in the middle of the park when, when you know, Swansea have no uh, intention or appetite to attack because they've got their goal, they're going to sit back. So, he says that basically you move a ball-played uh, centre-back, Van Dijk and Matip, further forward and then move everybody f- further, f- further forwards up, put more bodies um, uh, towards Swansea's goal uh, and then have more threat uh, this way. So the first thing I want to ask here is, and posing this question to Cable, I think firstly, Swansea should not have scored the first goal because the moment you know that they scored the first goal, there's going to be triple decker buses going to, that, that, was, that were going to come. But what do you think of this, this approach now, what, what Dean said about moving the centre, centre backs further forwards, okay, and the, moving basically the whole tactical setup even further near Swansea's? So in the end, he is also suggesting that we should have played one more striker, Ings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have played Solanke, and I really like the idea of Trent Alexander-Arnold because his crossings, uh, cross, crosses are better okay. compared to Gomez. But I think Klopp went with Gomez because he felt that he is a strong guy and uh, defensively stable compared to Arnold. But to be honest, uh, Gomez has made more mistakes than Lauren in last six game weeks. Uh, Can I say uh, some, Sorry to interrupt you. Can I say goals. something about Gomez though? Um, offensively, offensively, looking at this game, Gomez um, offered absolutely nothing in the final third. Okay, that's one. Klein, okay. just like Klein. Yeah. Now, I've looked at that goal. I've looked at that goal. Okay. Now, um, v- uh, VBD, for me, in my eyes, in this game, he was like Superman. He was, he was everywhere and he did everything. Okay. Now, leading up to that goal, um, he put the ball out uh, twice, okay, to the corner. Okay, now some people, see, I've read online, some people actually blame him, you know, but hey, it's a safety first. Okay, so he, he put the ball out to, to touch, so he did that. He also won the header from the in swinging corner. He was the first to win the header. He went right up anticipating and he won that header. But I've, I've looked at that goal frame by frame, okay, and um, you could see Matip 
had a decision because there was a guy behind him. I, I don't know who now, but there's a guy behind him. So he was just mocking him in a, in a way. Um, um, Ox had two guys to look at, to look after. Okay. Um, so he, he, whoever direction, whichever direction that he went to was dependent on where the ball was going to fall after it came off VVD's head. Now, there was one odd man out and that was Joe Gomez. If you look at that goal again, and I encourage you to do it, okay, after VVD won that header, Gomez was, his body language and his head was not even facing the offensive threat of Mawson, who was right in front of him. He was facing, you know, some, some other direction. So, watching <laughs> exactly. So, uh, maybe it's, it's, it's coming back to this thing about switching off. I don't know. But, okay, yes, Kevo, go ahead. Sorry. And there is one more thing that if you see that goal, uh, BVD was actually tackled by Firmino and another Liverpool player. Like, <laughs> so there is, whenever we are defending a corner, there is kind of panicking. Everyone <laughs> forgets their own role. And where is the ball? Where is the ball? Where is the ball? And let's just get it out of the box. Thank you. And, oh, well, I just messed with Van Dijk. So, play your own role. Uh, win the ball and assess the threat around you and like try to do it as a team rather than uh, let me clear the ball and I'll be the hero. No, uh, we consider it the goal. Yeah. At the end. So, yeah. yeah, I completely agree. I will take uh, take a look at the goal and then I'll decide <laughs> what to do with goals. <laughs> Don't shoot him or anything. Okay. Um, right. Now, um, we talked about going around them, picking the lock. We talked about um, Dean Saunders had this really unique uh, kind of approach where you move the center backs forward. Um, what else do you think could have been done, um, uh, Chris? Uh, as far as that on the, on the goal or in general? No, general. I mean, uh, in the second half when, when uh, it's obviously is a defensive block kind of approach. Well, I, I mean, in the, 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 the match... We woke up in the second half and and, and started playing football. Uh, I I thought in the second half, I, I you know I I'm like everyone else. My throat got sore once uh, they scored the goal because I knew we all knew as you said we knew it was going to come. Yeah. That this is just typical Premier League relegation battle for Swansea football. Yeah. It's, it's one nil and we'll live and die by that. So okay. Liverpool, I thought did a ton of stuff right in the second half. Yeah. Uh, it was the first half that they absolutely bored me to tears and, 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 and put me to sleep and, and looked like they, it looked, it looked to me like they were, they, they were just kind of skating out there. I didn't, it was the first, first half, just something was missing. They were going half speed. And when the goal dropped, that's when Liverpool woke up. And honestly, as we talk here, there was there's a ton of like you said it could have been six one I mean it, it's it's one of those one day Liverpool has all their shots go in and we yep. win four one five one four nil and yep. then the next day we hit the post or crossbar or yep. just wide left just wide right and those same chances that went in the week prior didn't go in this time but same amount of shots same amount of attempts on goal yep. uh, you know Salah's gonna get his three or four and it, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad second half of football. It was just, you know, unfortunate. I'm not sure in the second half that really any more could have been done than what we saw from an offensive perspective or or defensively. As soon as the goal dropped, we started, we we got our head out of the sand and, and, you know, 
obviously started to, to, to play better. But in that saying that, yeah. as you said, they weren't going to attack us anyway. They were going to sit on their one goal, yeah. and that it was either going to end 2-1 Liverpool or 1-1 or 1-0. It wasn't – there was no other outcome. Swansea wasn't scoring again. So yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I can't really judge and say that Liverpool shored up the defense and mm. that everything was you know fine in the, in the back line because it wasn't like they had that much – challenge but offensively i i i commend you know the lads for going out there and 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 trying to to even it and to get the equalizer and to, to go ahead it just it just didn't go our way yeah yeah now i'm just can thinking I, uh, yeah go ahead. sorry yeah go can ahead. i add a point and ask i also would like to ask a question i felt that uh conceding a goal in 40 or 42nd minute was the worst part because what I felt that uh, Klopp was comfortable with the first half, and after considering a goal, we just had four or five minutes to assess what we could do. And I believe that Klopp felt in the halftime that, well, we were relatively okay in the first half. Let's continue what we are doing right now mm-hmm. uh, with some tactical change, but we will not make a sub and let's start second half uh, with a little bit more space mm-hmm. or more pace. Uh, if we had considered that goal at 20 minute, would Klopp change anything at second half, at the beginning of the second half, or he would have played just the way it is or it was at that time? Because the late goal was painful. What do you guys think? Well, Klopp was hard-headed in Dortmund. He would do the same thing. So just based on his past, okay. I would say he, would have, he wouldn't have done anything differently. He, he is... He, he's, he is, to say the very least, hard-headed sometimes and stubborn to a fault. And he's been that way ever since he was at Mainz. I mean, you go back to the second Bundesliga. I've been watching him since 2004. And when he wins, he wins big. And when he loses, he kind of crashes. And that's just that's what you get with Jurgen Klopp. Yep. Luckily, the wins are, they outnumber the losses. But he, as far as him changing his approach or, or, or he's not a guy that does knee-jerk reactions and he very seldomly in my experience with him whether it was in premier league or in the Bundesliga, he just he kind of sticks to his guns yeah 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 um i was just looking at some of the <clears throat> the stats from this game um the the heat map is it's just crazy guys um <laughs> it's uh, it's it just shows um the heat map for swansea all of swansea's players were basically it's really the, the orange, right? The red orange areas is basically in their penalty box. Okay. The, the <laughs> midfield is entirely us. Okay. But, but, um, I get nervous when I see a possession stat like this 72% Liverpool um, and 28% um, Swansea. Okay. 70, 72% Liverpool, 28% um uh, Swansea and I get nervous with that because I've seen this um, trend now for a while um, when the opposition has completely surrendered the ball to us as indicated even in the heat map um, we are not using that possession really really well now sometime last year okay um, I there was an article that I wrote um, for our website once again our, our website is called uh, uh, foresight.com www foarsite.com you got a lot of interesting articles in there um the number the first point that i put i put in i i profit a couple of tactical um ways to beat the bus beat the parked bus this is coming after the chelsea game okay um uh, not the chelsea game uh i can't remember which game now but okay 
first point I said, park your own bus. So the opposition does not want to score and they are only intent on leaving with a draw or maybe even stealing a win. So why play into their hands? So shall we even commit all our men to defense and leave the center of the pitch open? What's going to happen there? Is, are the cattle going to raise in the middle of the park? <laughs> so is it a question of who blinks first? Maybe if, if Swansea doesn't want to play, maybe we don't play either. Aaron, what do you think of this funny approach? Yeah, I never thought about that. But um, kind of piggybacking on what man said, uh, you know, Klopp, Klopp is, um, he's, uh, it's kind of his way or the highway. And I, I, I just can't even, <laughs> I don't know anybody who can imagine Klopp ever <laughs> even considering parking any kind of bus. Um, you yeah. know, unless, you know, the, the bus that they drive in, uh, <laughs> the team drives in. But, I mean, on the field, nah, I can't see that happening. Um, it's an interesting idea, though. I, I don't, um, I'd try it. I mean, why not? You know, they're frustrating you, frustrating back, and maybe you can get something out of it. Um, I think it's that's a really bit, interesting, though. Yeah, it's, really it's a bit like about um, uh, Pep Guardiola's Barca and the Tiki Taka football, right? When they, uh, right, when they right, play, right? When they play the game. Because, you know, obviously they had all this... They were the stock full of talent, right? The stack full of talent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and the opposition think, you know what? Hey, we're not going to beat them. Just like Cavalier said, they're like Formula One, you know. So same tactic. Hey, we'll we'll we'll, we'll um, you know put them up in traffic. But what Pep does did Barca is that he actually slowed the game down completely. If you watch some of those games, if, you, if on YouTube you probably can find them. Okay. Um, you, you'll find that a lot of those games are really, 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 really boring to watch. And you know what he's done in those games? He, he didn't really actually like um, do what Dean Saunders says in terms of like, you know, uh, going wide, going to the touchline, going to the, to, 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 the, to the corner flags, have the runners stretch them out this way. What he actually did, he slowed the game down and he kept switching the play. He had the players kept switching the play. They crossed the ball from the left to the right and then to the right to the left to the left to the right. It's like, you know, last, um, the last game we talked about Andy Robertson being the snake charmer. Basically, they're snake charming their way closer and closer to the opposition's goal. So they kept switching the play back and forth, back and forth. And people don't realize that parking the bus is actually not an easy thing to keep focus on for 90 minutes you know you just lose concentration so just keep moving the ball moving the ball and then you slowly drag players out of their position mm-hmm. how about this approach would this work do we have the talent to keep the position of the ball keep passing it short passes not like long cross range <laughs> passes that's the question that's a good question do we have patience yep go ahead no, I just I have one question. Do we do do our players have the patience to execute this thing? And that's the other point. To beat a park bus, you need patience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, everyone's thinking, oh, it's Swansea. You know, let's blitz them ten nil. Twenty nil, right? It, it, well, it could have been six one, as I said before. Um, yeah right uh, I made this joke right um, uh, uh, Cavalier in the pregame said that you know it's David versus Goliath right so yes. as in the proverbial story David won again with a single stone <laughs> so there you go <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. I, was really, I was really mad hearing that before the game. And then at, after the game, remembering that he said that. Yeah. Okay, here's a little bit more of a joke. Um, I found this um, uh, on the WhatsApp. I've got a group of guys who send messages. Um, there was this really, really bizarre um, rant. I find it quite funny. Uh, but have a listen to this, okay? Liverpool has sold Coutinho for 142 million. 142 million they have sold and not found any replacement or not willing to sign any replacement. Absolute rubbish. It has been more than two and a half seasons. More than two and a half seasons since Klopp has come in. The only thing he has done is shown his teeth in the transfer market which is brushed properly with Colgate toothpaste. That's it. Where is the replacement? Where is the replacement? No replacement has been done. No replacement. Absolutely no replacement. This is not... Selling club FC. This is Liverpool FC. Klopp's main duty is to pressurize the board in signing a replacement for a vital player like Coutinho. Simple as that. Not going to the touchline and doing antics like to show that he's manager Kahulk. I agree. Passion is indeed necessary in football and indeed necessary for a manager. But Passion without money, without spending money in modern football, it is not going to work. It is not simply going to work. It will take a lot of time, lot of time. And if they don't sign a replacement now, if they don't sign a replacement for Coutinho, and if they don't finish in top four, same back to normal where he began two and a half seasons ago. Same thing. You have signed Van Dijk for 78 million. 78 million and you have sold a crucial important vital player like Coutinho for 142 odd million don't talk about spend talk about net spend your net spend your net spend shows your ambition as a club shows your ambition as a club go and fucking sign a replacement go and fucking sign immediately they should sign a replacement immediately what are the owners doing what are the managers doing what are the supporters doing go and protest there <laughs> Absolute weapon, this guy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was pretty yep. pretty epic. Oh my god. Shall I give you the clincher? He's not even a Liverpool supporter, he's a Chelsea fan. Yeah, I know. What? But yeah, he, he's a he's Chelsea fan. Like he's partially right about what we are doing. But uh I don't know. But I, I'm not very fond of uh, Lemar because I have never seen him playing and Lema, okay. spending yeah. and pounds on him because that's the only thing because we like we are so freaking polite we call Leicester City and let them know that we are not interested in Mahrez I mean like what the, <laughs> what the hell was that like, why would you call a team that I'm not interested in your player so that means you are calling every freaking team that we are not interested in your players too <laughs> yeah great point great point yeah um, the, the thing, another thing about Klopp being hard-headed is it's not only in his tactics, okay. his, his philosophy that he's hard-headed mm-hmm. and or his player adjustments. It's also the type of player that he wants. He's yeah. willing to wait for Nabi Keita, who I've watched a million times for RB Leipzig. He's yeah. a fantastic player, but yeah. you're basically saying, we'll pay you now. Leipzig, you, you get him this year. Depending on what you do in Europa League qualification or Champions League qualification, we're going to pay you more money for him. Depending on where you finish in the Bundesliga standings, that's in the that's in the paperwork. And you're going after Leon Goretzka, which would have been a great addition, but 
Klopp had to know. Leon Goretzka has for two seasons, for two seasons, he's made it known. I'm going to Bayern. I'm going to Bayern. And to, for Liverpool or anyone else to think they had a shot at him was kind of absurd. So this, this, the, the Klopp mentality of I need a specific type of player. I got to find the next Coutinho to replace Coutinho. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, with, with Tottenham Hotspur, two points behind you, in a race for fourth place, and if we don't finish in the top four, let me assure you, this will be considered a disastrous season, no matter what we do outside of winning the Champions League. So we really needed to, or need to, reload at, you know, we've got money, spend $30 million on this guy or $30 million on this guy. I don't know who Klopp has in his mind who he wants. I, I'm not going to name players because it would just be, I don't. He's got in his mind who he mm-hmm. wants. So, mm-hmm. but it's it's that kind of mentality that it's this sit and wait and sit and wait till this guy comes available. Or this guy, that's great. We're gonna get Keita, mm-hmm. but when Keita comes, it's gonna be August. It's not gonna be you know now. So it's he's gonna be not no impact for the season, and we need a top four finish for this season. How Aaron? How would you counter this saying that actually this this approach by Klopp um, to to wait to wait for the right player um, to become available. I won't say right price because obviously we, we paid 70 odd million for, for, for Virgil van Dijk. So it shows that, you know, we are willing to splash the cash. Um, how, how do you say, okay, maybe the reason why Klopp is doing, he's trying to arrest all the failures of Liverpool's past transfers where, you know, where there have been panic buys and then the, the, those buys have not um, worked out. Because if you look at the players that he's bought so far, um, all of them or most of them have proven great value. Mm-hmm. So how do you respond to that, Aaron, when you say that, okay, if we wait, it, it, it puts everything else in jeopardy? How would you... How would you... Um, I, 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 I don't have a problem with, with him wanting to wait for his targets. And I don't think that's necessarily always his mentality. I, okay. I don't think Coker, when we brought him in, I don't think that was somebody he was waiting for. I think he was trying to, you know, um, fill a hole or fulfill a need that we had. Um, you know, I think there's certain positions that he is, he, he's more inclined to wait for than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily mind that. The thing about um, Goretzka that the, the fellow was saying, um, I don't think it's unheard of that um, over the years that players will say or their their agents will say or the clubs will say that they're going to definitely go to a certain team and it end up not happening. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, you watch Bundesliga more than me, so you would probably know. But I, but I feel like there's been plenty of examples of that happening yeah. and those players not, not ending up there. So I don't know. I don't know if that was necessarily an impossible thing for us to think or Klopp to think that he could have gotten them. Um, and that's the thing. It, we need to be a little more patient. And I know that's that's hard. That's I've said this before. Another podcast. I know sometimes that's that's not in our vocabulary because yeah. of how long it's been for us yeah. to get something. But Klopp is clearly building something here, and and if we can just hold on in there, um, and and try to our best to enjoy the ride, I think uh, the rewards will be really really beneficial. So that's that's kind of how I feel about it. I, I trust Klopp, and whether he's waiting or not waiting, um, I'm I'm kind of behind that. And maybe that's delusional or whatever, but that's what I've chosen to do. You know, yeah. it's, it's like a faith you have. You know, if you have a certain faith, you, sometimes you might question your faith, but it's your faith, mm. and you you just you just keep with it. So that's that's kind of how I feel with with Klopp and just Liverpool in general. I think. Well, amazingly, amazingly, despite that loss, we're still fourth and uh, two points ahead of Spurs, who are on forty-five and we're on forty-seven. It would have been nice to have closed this gap, 
um, we would have been on 53, right? Uh, if, we, if we had won. Fifth. Yeah, fifth, 50. Yeah, 50. 50. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that, that would be joint third, maybe still fourth because on, on, on account of, of the yeah. GD, but... But okay, I mean, it's kind of funny because you, know, you know, for, for for those who didn't watch the game, as I, as I was who was snoozing at the start, <laughs> um, hey, we're still fourth. Um, but really, um, they got to learn from this. They got to learn from this, don't they, Cable? We we learned from Spurs' defeat, right? We went on 18 matches unbeaten run. We uh, were like. Look at Sevilla. Yeah, there were some glitches. We ended up drawing those games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we will definitely learn from this game. And I just want, I just hope uh, Klopp become a, a little bit lesser stubborn in terms of selecting team. Yeah, of course. Uh, the issue with us is that if uh, mm-hmm. if those players who played against Swansea are playing, then we say that this is the best team uh, and once we drop Salah on bench or Mane on bench and play Solanke or Ings then we start thinking oh Klopp is uh, pro- uh, introducing a second best team mm-hmm. it shouldn't be it shouldn't be like that it should be custom made uh, by the opponents so mm-hmm. if a Swansea is going to park the bus we should have played different approach or with a different formation and if we are playing against Combs then we can play something different mm-hmm. so i hope club club does that rather than just uh, building up team for 4 3 formation right 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 okay um guys as we usually do we're going to take a short um listening break but um when we come back um we're going to be talking about uh daniel sturridge we're going to be talking about markovic and, and some of the news that um is uh, about the club uh don't go anywhere uh, we'll be right back That's the lovely Dolores O'Rourdon. Dearly departed from the Cranberries with Analyze. That's exactly what we're doing on this show, analyzing what went wrong. I think we've done that a bit. Now, guess what? Discount on aisle 15. Storage is now cheaper, guys. <laughs> Chris, no, you don't seem very particularly happy no. with that news. <laughs> no. You don't want him to go or, or what, Chris? No, of course not. I've no, okay. You back. No, that's my guy. Why, okay, why is he? Why is Daniel Sturridge your guy then? <laughs> Not for football reasons. What? Okay. Pray be tell. Okay. Well, first of all, it, he's 
he's just a, he's you know he's devoted Christian and he's in his faith and all that stuff and okay. and, and while I myself am not super spiritual I, I respect someone like him that that, that, that is and is always uh, kind of lives by a set of rules that he doesn't compromise on yep. I find that to be highly respectful I think that he's always conducted himself with class uh, I, I I look at him as a very beloved figure at Liverpool. Simply, if you go off the Suarez season when he scored 21 and we nearly won the title, he still lives off of that season to this day. And people think that, and it's just funny seeing him like when he's opening up FIFA cards and he realizes his pace on the game has gone down to 76 and he's kind of in disbelief uh, that he's uh, no longer the striker that he once was based on pace. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, Daniel Sturridge is just—he's just a good guy. I—I—I—I'm I, I, <clears throat> holding—I'm holding on to this this hope that, which will never be. He's never going to be the same guy he was four years ago. But I know he has aspirations to play in the World Cup. I, I don't know what that's going to amount to. I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's always injured. He—he's—he's going to have to get a loan to get to get some playing time. I know Inter is very interested in him, mm-hmm. but he's just an all-around good guy, and I like him, and I think he's perhaps good for the dressing room and you know it's nice to see 15 get on the pitch every now and again score a goal fair enough i mean he's he's scored amazing amazing goals some of those goals that he scored is just out of this world but aaron do you think it's time for him to go then aaron yeah 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 it's 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 time for danny to go i'm gonna talk a little low because my son is a huge daniel sturridge fan so if he hears me saying anything (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i'll be in trouble but um (laughs) yeah he love oh god he loves daniel sturridge we've been i mean yeah anyway um i love a lot of the points you made man especially the spiritual one and he is a great guy but damn it we have too many good nice guys and to me, I think we've gotten like awards for that over the years. And to me, <laughs> you know, it's just like I don't want that anymore, man. I want some hard-nosed dogs out there. Yeah, I just I don't want that anymore. We got Milner; he's really super nice and boring, but nice. We got he's uh, coming. Curious, I mean, the, the, the bastard too, of Leipzig is coming, good. isn't he? The bastard of Red Bull Leipzig is coming. His name is yeah. Nabi Kita. Yeah, 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 I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Get ready for the red cards. For the red cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Seriously. I mean, I just we, we, we need some of that in our in our side. We haven't had that since who? Mascherano? I don't I mean I don't even know. But we, we need we need some some doggy Oof, guys in Mascherano, there. Um, I do love Sturge. Um, and it's more so of a um, not that I'm ready for him to go or that I won't miss him once he goes, um, especially because of the kind of guy he is, like my man said. But I just feel like it'd be best for him to do that. You know, maybe going to a league that's not as intensive, um, like the Premier League, maybe going to Italy, maybe going to, I don't know, the other places, Spain, maybe, or Sevilla, I don't know. But um, yeah. I think it might be good for him, um, especially, you know, he's getting old, he wants to older, um, he, he wants to play in the World Cup. So I wish him the best. I just think it's, it might be the best move for him. I mean, he's healthy and he's not at liberty. He's not mm. even on the bench. So mm. it's, I think time's up. He, I mean, clearly he's not, He's not uh, the, the the kind of striker that Klopp wants for a, a plethora of reasons that we can we can get to at some point. But but yeah, I just don't think he's. It's it's time for him to just I think um, get another start somewhere else. I think at some point. It's interesting. Um, two clubs seem to be interested. If you if you if you follow what's been happening, Inter Milan and Sevilla. He wants to go to Sevilla, but Liverpool can seem keener to sell sell him to Inter Milan, who want to buy him rather than loan him, or at least loan him, mm-hmm. but have a condition where they would buy him at the end of the loan 
<clears throat> Whereas Sevilla, I think probably just want to take us for a ride and just loan him. Um, whether they play him or not, not sure. But you know, he might return after that. So, Sturridge and Icardi. That's interesting. Oh, mm, mm, mm. that's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it could it could work, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but th- tell me this: Do you think um, Sturridge, with all of his injuries and all these kinds of things, and you know, I think it's probably something genetic. I mean, I hate to say this, but you know, his his dad even faced the same issues when he was playing. Yeah, his dad had sure a plethora sure of did. injury problems as well. Um, yeah. Not nearly, I would say, as as talented as his son, who is clearly extremely, extremely talented. It's just, I mean, your body just doesn't cooperate with you. It just doesn't cooperate. And could it be because it's the it's this league? And if he went to another league, um, what are the qualities in the Italian league or in the Spanish league that would, that would help him maybe stay injury free? Serie Serie A. It's still well, physical, right? Serie A is still uh, physical. I would rather send him to Spain, a warmer environment. Hopefully, his muscles won't be that <laughs> maybe. or stretched. Maybe. Maybe that's why he wants mm-hmm. to go there. He wants to learn Spanish, so maybe that's why he wants to go And see, uh, Inter Milan also ready to pay his wages, so probably will yeah, be that... doing <clears throat> nothing yep. for him. Yep. So that's why we are more inclining towards Inter Milan. Yeah, I, I. Even if we hope that stage becomes a success again at Liverpool, we still don't have that amount of matches where he can play. Because even if he starts, uh, even if we start playing him regularly, it will take at least four or five games before he catches his rhythm. And by the time he catches his rhythm, he will be injured. And uh, yeah, so we can yeah. wish him good luck, and uh, he can play the best at other places. Uh, we'll definitely follow him like we do uh, all other former Liverpool players. Lucas, look at Lazio. They are doing wonderful there. Mm-hmm. So, Good point. Good point. Yeah. Well, can, can I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, sorry to cut you. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, the game against Swansea, I would have definitely been a bit more uh, happy to see him come off the bench than I was Danny Ings. It would it would have been nicer to just see Sturridge. I, I, I don't know to come into that game. I just didn't. I didn't. Nothing really filled me with any confidence seeing Danny mm. coming. Nothing to get I to concur hundred percent on that. Just, just nothing there. Nothing there for me. Mm-hmm. So, well, someone that we won't miss. And in, in case you did not know, Lazar Markovic is still alive. <laughs> Spartak Moscow. What? Spartak well, Moscow the, are interested. He must still be on the team. <laughs> For some reason, Spartak Moscow are interested in our out-of-favour dear, dear Liverpool winger Lazar Markovic. He, surely his Liverpool nightmare has to end. Surely. Dude, Lo- Lokomotiv Moscow is interested. We should send no, him a chartered plane. Uh, Spartak. Spartak or, okay. Spartak or Lokomotiv? I don't know. I think How much is he on a week? How much is he on a week? I'm just curious. Anybody know? Um, it's, uh, it's around 60 or 70, but definitely uh, not in six digit, but definitely more than 50. I thought he but just gets. Training, I thought he just gets. Every week, right? I thought he just gets free meals at the cafeteria. I thought that's, that's, that's <laughs> clear, <man. laughs> he has more than that. <laughs> he looks well cold, fed, thank man. God. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, 
poor so guy, sweet. poor guy. He says, oh, God, Markovic, all the best, man. We're just not going to miss you, man. Markovic reminds me of that movie Memento. We have to write his name on our hands in order to... Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a great movie, by the way. I, I don't... That's an amazing movie. movie. Fantastic movie. This is a great tragedy for us. <laughs> I mean, I I did not remember he was on the team until I booted FIFA up the first time this year, and he was still <laughs> on the roster. And and I was like, oh, I, he's 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 around. I guess mm-hmm. I guess they they check to see who's on the roster before they put the game out, so he must still be on the roster. I I had completely forgotten about him. Shame on you, Chris. Shame on you. <laughs> he's a player. Our player. Yeah, fuck hey, I was bizarre. looking at plan, you know, like uh, uh, you know, some of the the younger guys. Uh, you know, the, the, the <laughs> you gotta you gotta remember these guys first. Like, you know, Gomez is higher on the list, but he's a lower rating. I'm like, wow, he's actually rated like 77. Markovic is. I, I I can't believe that. Is that right? Yeah. Surely a glitch I, in the in the in the ratings or something. Yeah, it's got a. Well, he's, he's probably hacked it, doesn't uh, he? He never plays, so he's always healthy and fit. And, I mean, you know. <laughs> there should be some kind of like a straight line depreciation in the in the in those stats if you don't play. You know. <laughs> I, kid, I kid you not. He's in the he's in the high seventies. I could I couldn't believe he's like seventy six or seventy seven. Well, okay, um, okay. Other stuff. Um, apparently, we we were interested in Gremio's Luan. Um, which has apparently also been categorically denied. Um, I think Luan no. was the player of the uh, Copa Libertadores Cup. Um, and I don't know, is he, a, is he a good player to get on our, on our books? It feels like anybody is right now. Yeah. That's, yeah. It seems to be the solution. In most people's minds. It seems to be the solution. He's decent. I mean, I guess. I don't, I don't know. He's not a player that would be at the top of my list. But... I don't know. I don't know. How about this other guy, um, Richarlison? I take him. I take him. I take him. He's got the wrong passport, though. He's Brazilian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who do you think? Yeah. yeah, that's the uh, the one way ticket to Barca. Uh, is the is the Liverpool Barca train? And unfortunately, that is the wrong passport to have if you're going to play for us. Because more than likely, you'll end up being successful, and then you'll want to leave. Guys, Firmino is lonely, guys. He needs friends. He, he needs someone to talk to. He only has Moreno to talk to right now. You do understand that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that. We should, we should learn Spanish then, and we'll talk to them. Not uh, Portuguese, sorry. <laughs> Portuguese, yeah. I mean, can you imagine? He used to get these volume discounts at the, at the, at the, at the club tattoo store, and now he's, he's one guy short. <laughs> Uh, that, you know, we gotta fix that. We gotta fix that. I don't know whether Richarlison yeah, is into quick, body art, but <laughs> I think our second half of the podcast is becoming more of a banter rather than. <laughs> you have a problem with that? I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I don't have a problem. Sounds good. Can, can, can I ask a quick one? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Uh, speaking of you, just uh, you, you, we were talking just to quick, real quick to uh, finish up on storage. I, I think honestly that uh, the better fit would probably be as far as. The, the, for the team would be Inter because they're so Icardi dependent. Uh, he's scored 53% of their goals is counted for. They've scored up until last weekend against Fiorentina. They'd scored 35. He'd scored 18 of those 35. Mm-hmm. No other Serie A team has a, a single player that's counted for 50% of their goals. So mm-hmm. 
they really, really need another number nine. And uh, Icardi, if anything were to happen to him injury-wise, interseason, they, w- they would fall out of Europa League contention, certainly not Champions League. So it makes the most sense for them to buy him. I'm not sure. The Serie A is not a league like La Liga, which is so finesse and isn't as physical. I, I would think that it would be closer with the uh, right. the Premier League as far as physicality and defenses that he would face. So, you know, you've got Juventus down there. You've got some, some, some hard-hitting uh, clubs. Uh, mm-hmm. But for the team, for the club itself, it makes a lot more sense. Inter need him more than Sevilla do. Mm-hmm. They've got to get Edda off the books first, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Aaron, you, you were saying something? Oh, you're about oh to no say worries. I, I was just kind of curious um, with each of you, if there was one guy you can get before January, who is it? <sighs> I'm sorry, before, before, the, before the window's over, I should say. That's a good question. I know who I, I want. Who you got? Kita. I want Kita. I know he's ours, but I want him now. Yep. Yeah. I want him yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. So I, I can have anybody. It doesn't have to like it. It, it can be a little bit unrealistic. Oh come no, on! No, let's keep it. Let, let's let's keep it realistic. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. I, I, I know that he was a pep guy, so I don't know how he falls in with your Pinkis, but I would love to have Tiago Alcantara from Bayern. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. I haven't even thought of him. Yeah. Is he unhappy? He's a playmaker. Is he unhappy? Very good one, the... too. I, he, well, he, he, was, he was very happy under Pep, and I don't think he was dissatisfied under uh, Ancelotti, but, you know, he's... Yeah, he's he's in a, he's in a, he's in a team full of you know superstars. I mean, Bayern can literally rotate their lineup. They have a almost like sixteen, seventeen deep that are first team quality. So mm-hmm. I just think that under Pep, even when he was there, he wasn't in the starting eleven every week. So mm-hmm. this is he he would be featured. I mean, he would be an instant sensation for a Liverpool side that desperately needs some some playmaking ability and. I, I I've seen I've seen offers that Bayern have entertained the possibility of him leaving. It's not outright a not for sale on him. So yeah. that's why I said, is it realistic? I mean, it's 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 not possible. I mean, excuse me, it is possible, but it's not probable. Okay. Yeah. C- Cable, well, any names that you have? I don't have any names right now, but I have heard a lot of things about giving our youngsters chances so do you really think we should give any chances to our youngsters okay who 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 oh if name pick one harry wilson or wilson all right uh i uh, i don't to be honest we really don't need uh i would rather get a midfielder and then mm-hmm. a speaker so right now to be very honest, when Coutinho left, I was trying to find something who can actually play like he does. I okay. don't find any name, to be honest. Well, there's not that many to begin with. Yeah, he is uh, one of a kind. But now that we have lost him, it doesn't make any difference. So we'll did, try our best. Did you have someone in mind, Aaron? Can I play? Yeah, Maris. Maris. Um, I, I like that Morris. Okay. I like that Morris. Mm. I was a little disappointed that that 
that kind of <laughs> came up and ended as fast as it was. It's, I think it's just an agent thing. Did. I think his agent was just basically trying to drum up something. Yeah, it looks that way. And apparently he was at the Arsenal game. I was that right? Hey, hey, you know what? Another, yeah. um, there was, there's another guy. There's another guy who's we've been linked with. Okay. Um, and, um, and then he signed for this French club. And then now it's not, it doesn't seem to be working out for him. And then he's now being linked with Arsenal. Julian Drexler? There you go. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. He came from, from Wolfsburg to PSG. Yeah. Is that your player? Is that, is that the one you would, you would want to have? No, me, I'm Keaton all the way. I think you need to get oh, right, Keaton. Right, 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 right. Drexler, Drexler, Drexler was someone that we were, we were heavily, heavily linked with. And then he chose PSG. And then it's all screwed up for him there right now, ever since Neymar it's, got in there. Yeah. With yeah. Drexler, though, you're taking a gamble on the attitude. That's, that's a, that's a mate. He, he, he had that attitude at Schalke. He had that attitude at mm. Wolfsburg. You're, mm. you're, you got to keep Julian Draxler happy. Mm. And he's fine. But if he's not happy, he, I mean, I don't know how, how closely you follow the situation with him at Wolfsburg, but he literally was benched by Dieter Hecking for until the winter break. And this was in mid-October because he's, okay. he said, I'm not, I'm not going to play for you anymore. I'm going to, I'm not going to play again until I'm transferred. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah I so I'd kind of stare clear of him. Maybe, maybe Klopp can, you know, reel him in with, you know, because they're both German. He, he can talk some sense into him. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think he's a fantastically talented player. There's absolutely no doubt whatsoever that he has talent. He's a great footballer. But I, I, it's like with Obama Yang. Yeah. He's, he's, if his head's not there, then he's basically worthless. What do you think of Brunt? Brunt. Brunt from Leverkusen. Say it again? Brunt, Leverkusen. Julian Brunt. Oh, Julian Brunt. Yeah, yeah. he... Uh, he's 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 made the step up uh, every single year. He's gotten a little bit better, and I think he's ready for the next. You know, I, I don't mean to call Leverkusen, you know, a small club because they're second place currently in the Bundesliga behind Bayern. Uh, but he is wow. he's definitely ready for one of Europe's top fifteen clubs. I would say, okay. and you're getting a you're really getting a really good midfielder who possesses uh, a tremendous amount of. Uh, attributes in the on the offensive side of the ball so he could be someone that's he flies sort of under the radar you don't hear a lot of talk about him but he he absolutely has elevated his game i know when i last looked he's not a byron guy he doesn't himself care for the club but manuel neuer also said he hated byron and of course he switched there and became their 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 goalkeeper after Khan retired so yeah. i don't know how much stock you can put in someone saying i hate this club i hate this club uh, because there's been many a turncoat to say that and then flip the very next day. But yeah, I would I would love to have Julian Braun. And I think that Klopp could do something with uh, with a player like that. It, it, it just, it kind of adds depth to your midfield and, mm-hmm. and, and gives you a, a, a better, more options in attack. Well, it does seem, however, that he may sign a contract extension at Leverkusen. So... Good for him. Yeah, that's what it, but I mean, know- that's, it's nice to see some, some loyalty in today's game. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, I mean, uh, of course, um, uh, um, Chris, you follow the Bundesliga quite closely, I, I, I gather, um, and some of our listeners may not. Actually, um, it's quite funny though. <clears throat> if you look at the if, the, if you look at the the Bundesliga table, um, you've got one team that's far out and away leading it and is obviously going to win it, which is Bayern Munich at forty seven points, and then from second to the fifth, there are four teams on thirty one. 
believe it or not, Leverkusen, Schalke, Leipzig, and Gladbach. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Super, 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 super tight out there. And I think Dortmund's one point and back. Do- Dortmund, six and yeah, and and Eintracht. Eintracht is also on 30. Yeah, it's incredible. Dortmund's only ahead on goal differential because they basically started the season out with 19 goals scored and zero conceded, and then everything went downhill quickly after that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, uh, okay. I, ooh, God, we've been going on for a while. We really have. That's to more end. of a sign of the league, and yeah, the that that's that, that that the league is going through kind of a transition phase now, and Bayern isn't. And when Bayern doesn't go through a transition phase, and the Bundesliga does, it's bad news. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, we have to end the show. We've been going on for a while right now. Um, any closing thoughts, um, dreams, wishes? You know, my God. Um, you know what? Padu is going to do the exact same thing as um, Cavalier. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, you just know it's I coming, agree. right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. <sighs> oh. oh, my God. We'll, we'll be just, better Saturday, boys. We'll be better Saturday. We'll, we'll get those goals we miss. We will. Yeah. Just one last thought is that what Liverpool has directed is the same Karim Benzema to Arsenal. Every transfer window, they both Yeah, yeah, linked. definitely. Yep. And he's still at Madrid. Yeah. Arsenal is still Arsenal. We are going to be the same. So don't get your hopes high about Wexler. <laughs> my, 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 my quick closing thought personally is just um, I'm so excited and optimistic about this Virgil. Um, I mm. mean, he made the mistake um, in the game, but he's just so composed and he's trying to be the man. He's just trying to do so much and kind of pick up Yeah. Um, these pieces, which I mean, he's mm. I mean, he is human. He's got he's got to take a bit of a step back. But you you love that, you love that in him, man. He's he's yeah. he's just so good, and we're gonna mm. see so much more from him. So I'm excited about that. That gives me a lot more confidence. Yeah. Um, going to this kind of business into the season, um, uh, you know, with not having Coutinho, things like that. That 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 makes me feel a bit more confident uh, yeah. finishing the season off. So. Yeah, Chris. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, I. I, I want to. I'm, I'm anxious to see if we're going to do any more business in the transfer window. I'm, I'm not optimistic that's going to happen until mm-hmm. summer. But uh, you know, there there could also there could always be the surprise. But I am optimistic because Liverpool have responded in this season particularly very well after a loss. We only had two mm-hmm. prior to last week, and yeah. both times mm-hmm. we responded uh, the very next week. Yeah. Uh, as we said here on the show, uh, 18 unbeaten after the Tottenham match. So mm-hmm. I think that we will get a nice uh, – it, it, it's going to be defensive struggle because West Brom's going to do, as you just said, they're going to do the exact same strategy. Are they, I believe they're 19th, so we're playing 20th and 19th in back-to-back weeks? Yeah, uh, something like that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the top – the two worst teams in the league yep. based on points. Um, Amazing stuff. Liverpool get the job done, though, 2-0, and we – go back to Anfield with a nice, nice, happy three points. Yeah, and we need to do that. Guys, we have run out of time. Thank you very much uh, to my guests, Cable, Aaron, and Chris. Unfortunately, we're going to get Cameron on the show. I don't know what happened. I think he's probably drunk and hungover somewhere, but I hope to have you on the next show, Cam. Um, yeah, but once again, guys, um, whatever happens, um, whether we win or whether we lose, let's not fight each other. We are fans of the greatest football club in the world, Liverpool FC, and we want Walk the same line. Take care. This has been your host, Joe. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. If it's your faith, babe, you can have mine. I 
If you're lost, I'm right behind Cause we walk the same line Now I don't have to tell you How slow the 